Hawkins was Bridgewater was missing throws and Julio Jones from the Falcons was playing really well. Like the Falcons, they didn't play great, but like they at least managed the ball. Matt Ryan played more like a game manager than a stud. Yeah, I mean, he didn't see anything. I mean, Ryan's known for just picking up a ton of yards and not throwing a touchdown. Like he leads the NFL in passing yards. He consistently hits Ridley deep, but he just can't find the end zone very much. But yeah, Julio definitely did an incredible job for the Falcons and I thought they were gonna blow another lead there at the end. I was <laughs> twenty eight to three. <laughs> Uh, the, you you got to give the Falcons props for not blowing a lead this time. I think it's the coaching change. Yeah, they've definitely looked way better since getting rid of Quinn, 100%. I think another thing from that game was Teddy Bridgewater in the clutch. I don't know what's happened to him. Every time, like, every time I, like, I flip through the games on Sunday, I always try to catch, like, the last two minutes of each game because that's the best time. Yeah. And Teddy Bridgewater will be trying to lead a game-winning drive, and he throws an interception. He's not clutch. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's been solid, but I don't know. I just don't see either of those teams competing with the Bucks or Saints in that division in any way. No, I think the Bucks have totally, like, <laughs> rounded the corner. Like, I think they've they've done a lot better – like, since that week one embarrassment yeah. against the Saints. Like, I think Brady all of a sudden has just clicked in this scheme. Yeah, he is. Yeah, since they lost, like, after they lost to the – they lost to the Bears a few weeks ago. But oh, yeah, exactly. Besides that, besides Nick Foles somehow beating Brady again, it's <laughs> very, very good. Except for this past week. I mean, I don't know. That was a scare. But besides that, they've – and then Antonio Brown's coming back week nine. You never know what they're going to do with him. But. What do you think of that? What do you think of Antonio Brown joining the Bucks? What's your take on that? So I was thinking about it. I, I, don't think, like, I don't think he'll be as good as people think he's going to be. Because, like, I, you, you already have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Rob Gronkowski and all these weapons. And, like, Antonio hasn't played in so long. It's going to be hard, I feel like, to integrate him into the – like get him a big role into this offense, especially midway through the season. But I definitely think it'll be intriguing to see if he can still go out there and compete at the level he was. That makes sense. Jack, do you have anything to comment on the character of Antonio Brown in a locker room like that? No, he is really toxic because in Pittsburgh, he would always pout when the ball wasn't thrown to him. I feel like we might do the same thing. That Pittsburgh team was interesting. I had like three clashing – People with Roethlisberger, Le'Veon, and Antonio, all toxic people in them. Yeah, they're killer beings. You know, I, I just I just hope this means that Antonio Brown doesn't make any more rap songs. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. He'll be done with his rap career now. Yes. Yeah, quite brief career. I think the thing I, – I don't know. For me, I think ben- you, can, you can integrate Antonio Brown in this offense because Chris Godwin – was injured and I think he had finger surgery so he Chris Godwin will probably be out Sunday night against the Saints so that's where you could thrust Antonio Brown in and he's still a good I think he's still a talented guy they wouldn't have picked him up if he wasn't and he's also he was the I think he was the number four deep threat 
um, from 2010 to 2018. And as we know with Bruce Arians, they like to chuck the ball downfield. Yes. So I don't know. I think he could provide a good addition to this offense. And as far as character, like I actually wrote something about this and he just has no leverage here. Like if you look at when the character issues started to occur with Antonio Brown, it was after he signed that contract extension with Pittsburgh after his second year. And he started developing a big ego, but here he's playing on a two like maximum value of $2.5 million. So if they cut him, it does nothing against the cap. Like it's, he's playing on a contract less than Joe Burrow over in Cincinnati. He's got no leverage. So he's got to just take it, take what Arians gives to him. And if he pouts, he'll just cut him instantly. Yep. That's a very mm-hmm. good point. Definitely. Does, does anyone, does anyone else uh, see a few similarities to the Le'Veon Bell signing from a few weeks ago? With oh, the yeah. Well, Le'Veon is basically the plan B for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, basically yeah. third down back. Yeah, already loaded offense. Uh, he might stop his rap career as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. That signing didn't really make sense for me because they already have a great running back over in over with the Chiefs. And they're not even like a predominantly running team, they're especially with their passing attack. And that, I think it's just a, a diss to Clyde Edwards Hilaire because he's been putting up amazing numbers. Yeah, I mean he was their first round pick. He's a rookie. I mean, I don't know why they went after Le'Veon that much, but I don't know. I mean it's it's just crazy because Le'Veon is still the highest paid paying play the Jets are paying Le'Veon the most money out of anyone still on the team. Like he's still the most expensive player on the Jets. Why didn't he fit over in the Jets? What was the deal with that? So, I mean, it all stems back to like, so the Joe Douglas came in um, after, so we had this GM, Mike McCagnan. He picked up Le'Veon and did the draft. And then after that, um, then we got Joe Douglas, but Joe Douglas didn't get any say during the draft or anything. They just left the other GM to do it. So, Gase and Douglas, they didn't really want Le'Veon. They are kind of stuck with him. Yeah. And Gase came in and was like, I don't really want to pay him this much and didn't end up giving them the ball. And he had career lows and everything. And one of the worst, like one of the lowest yards per carry last year and the year before. Mm-hmm. So, I just think it was just – it's a lot of things. Like, the offensive line has been terrible, but – Gase just didn't know how to use him and didn't really want to use him, like, to begin with. So then that just stirred up a lot of tension. And then, I don't know, Jamal Adams left, and then everyone started getting pissed. And then, I don't know, Le'Veon. Yeah. Yeah, it just seemed like he was out of place in that, in the Jets, with the Jets. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if we had a better head coach that could utilize him and run plays and actually try to get him integrated in the offense better, then he would have been way better. But they just didn't use him well. Like, they didn't throw to him much. They didn't – like, he's really good in passing game. He's really good, like, going to the outside. They'd run it up the middle and he'd get stuffed. And it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Okay, I guess kind of re- to return to what we were talking about, what do you guys think – what did you guys think of Saints versus Bears? I thought that the Saints did good, but the Bears, like, Big Dick Nick just had trouble. He couldn't throw. He would always overthrow or underthrow. He got sacked a lot, but 
Drew Brees needs to like he needs to utilize his weapons more. Michael Thomas isn't there, so he's got to like he can't just rely on Alvin Kamara. He's got to use like Emmanuel Sanders. He got to use the other players that no one's ever really heard of, like Traquan Smith. Your take, Ben? Um, I mean, I just thought it was a great game, you know, to begin with. Just a really good game. But I definitely think that, um, yeah, Nick Foles has been – I mean, he's been decent. But, I mean, Drew Brees, he, he played well. But, really, this season he hasn't been, like, that great overall. I mean, Saints defense has been surprisingly pretty good. But, I don't know. I mean, I just think that – I think that the Saints are just a tough team right now. Like, they're – like, them and the Bucks are going to be really good, but I don't know. The Bears' defense, I was expecting more from the Bears' defense, I guess, but I don't know. It was a great game, though. Great, fun one to watch. What did you think, Kai? You know, I'm going to be honest. I, uh, I only saw a few highlights um, at the very end of that game. But, oh, yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw how um, how that ended. That was pretty dramatic. <laughs> yeah, it was a dramatic game. Yeah, I was on Twitter during that game, and when Nick Foles was struggling, everyone was calling for Mitch. Mitch. Yeah, Trubisky. I don't. It was nice to see him to return to the field on that um, one play where he has just took a it. Read yeah, the read option. Like yeah, I don't know. Like, what do you do? You think a return to Mitch Trubisky would be the move for the Bears or no? I personally do not think so. I think Nick Foles is better. He's been. I think he's been better. The Mitch Trubisky is more experienced. I just think he's like he's more trustworthy. Like when you put Mitch Trubisky in there, it's really like I don't know. He's really just more unpredictable. Like if you have Foles in there, you know he's at least gonna have a solid game. You know, definitely like over a two hundred yard performance. And Trubisky he can barely break that at times. He just, just looks terrible. <laughs> the only reason why the Bears were winning with Trubisky was because of their really good defense. Yeah, that's true. And DeAndre Swift. Dropping a ball in the yeah, exactly. Like they should, they should have started off. Um, yeah, they barely squeaked by the Giants, squeaked by the Falcons. Like it's not like yeah, Whiskey, they weren't mm-hmm. worked with. I think I think they're you know have a better chance of making the playoffs with Foles. Yeah, I I, um, I agree with that. Yeah, Foles with Nick Foles, you uh you you know what you're getting nice. with uh. With Nick Foles. Yeah, Mitch tends to run for his life. I would like to see, like, Mitch used more in the offense, kind of like with Jalen Hurts. Like the Taysom Hill. Yeah, you Jalen Hurts and Taysom Hill, but more on the Jalen Hurts Hurts side because he's he's a quarterback. They don't really throw him in as a tight end. Because Mitch has some athletic ability, especially when he runs. And Nick is so slow, as you guys know. He's definitely weighed down. Big dick Nick. Yeah, definitely weighed <laughs> way that dick. So, yeah, he's really slow. And then putting Mitch in there for some kind of, like, gadget plays would be yeah. nice. Yeah. And they're paying him money anyway. You might as well use him. Yeah, that, I was actually going to ask a question about that, like the Jalen Hurts situation. Yeah, go for it. He's been used in, you know – over 20 snaps this year. It hasn't been a very significant number, but do you expect to see him see a rise in snaps between the end of the year, and do you think that he should see a rise in snaps? What do you think, Jack? What, with Mitch Trubisky seeing snaps? No, 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 we're talking about getting hurts now. Oh, no, I think he should because he's fast, and he might leave pressure off Wentz. 
No, that's a great question. I think with Jalen Hurts, yeah, they probably should put him in a little bit more because they do – they shouldn't do it on the two-point conversion because that never works with Jalen Hurts. But I'd like to see maybe Wentz throw to him and kind of do like what they did with – what's his name? No, Darius Light. No, no, no. The guy – what's his name on the Patriots Julian Edelman oh, went yeah. like Brady threw to Edelman and Edelman threw to someone yeah, else. They gotta do that. Like with Hertz, you can kind of do some gadgets, gadget stuff with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like Doug Peterson. Yeah. He came up with the Philly special and all that. It seems like, it seems like he could be more creative with Hertz and yeah, yes. He, yeah, yeah, exactly. A double, a double pass with him. Like even if he's the guy throwing it instead of like what Trey Burton was on the Philly special, like, you know, I think they can easily, get him some more snaps I think and even just having him in as like a decoy when he's in in you always have to watch him like there's no there's not yeah. a time when he's in where you don't have to watch him so yeah someone always has to cover him he's not even like it's just Dalton standing out on the the far yeah. side like Hurts yeah. is um he's a fast yeah. guy he's an athlete like you have to cover he can catch passes too like he's really fast like he can definitely make plays in other ways if he's if Wentz is still the quarterback I guess the worry is that he gets injured. And if Wentz, we all know, has a huge injury history, like who do you throw in then? Like with Nate Sudfield? Yeah, he's terrible, but yeah. But yeah, I definitely do. And I, I also expect to see a rise in snaps with Hurts too. Like I think they should, and I, I expect them to down the stretch. And if the Eagles ever clinch the division or anything, then they should get him some more time because I don't know how much longer you can really rely on Wentz to be mediocre. okay guy what do you think yeah it seems like Jalen Hurts should probably uh be used more for the Eagles especially considering their uh their schedule up ahead Mm -hmm. that is true yeah with um I don't know do you guys think he's gonna take over once Wentz is done whenever that is yes he will when Wentz is on a new team I think he has to. I mean, I was really – when, when does Wentz's uh, contract expire? Wait, he signed a big one, so probably in, like, 2024. Yeah, I do think uh, that was a really, really weird move, though, for them to go after Hurts. Yeah, that would. Out of weird. anyone. Yeah, I know. And, it, like, he actually lost his starting job to Tua. Mm-hmm. Way back on Alabama, I guess Tua has a habit of stealing people's starting jobs. Yeah, what do you guys think of that whole situation in Miami where they just kind of handed Tua the job? I personally disagree with it. Like Fitzpatrick was definitely playing well. He was playing some of the best football of his career statistically. I don't know. I think they just – I don't know what, what happened, but, I mean, Tua looked good in their first game, in his first start. Got, got a win, but I, I was just surprised. I thought they should have kept Fitzpatrick in longer, but yeah. mean, easily could, they could have got, they gotten more Fitz magic out of him. Yeah, yeah, but if if they thought Tua was ready, maybe they're just waiting for him to be ready, like just you know until they're confident. But he definitely like I mean, Dolphins will be second in the NFC East this year, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, uh, it's it seems like it wasn't a. A completely um, – uh, wasn't a bad move there. Yeah, I don't know. I think it just messes with the, the culture in the locker room. Yeah. Because Fitzy was – like, he had his faults, but he was leading them. He was winning games. 
and, yeah. and all of a sudden he just gets demoted. Yep. I was expecting them to like you know have Fitz Fitzy play a year and have them groom Tua for a year. Like it makes sense to do that, but I don't know. I mean, if they feel like he's confident, like and if he's ready to come in, and he looked really good the first week. Then I guess it makes sense, but. I feel like it would have been, you know, safer to give them some more time instead of just chuck them in week, you know, middle of the season. I don't know. Yeah, you you don't want to you, – you generally don't want to just chuck your rookie quarterback out in the open like like that in their first season. Yeah, he, played, he played at the end of the game right before, and then all of a sudden they just named him the starter. Yeah, but I guess Fitzy was always supposed to be a bridge quarterback. Yeah. But then that brings me to, like, question, like, where could he be traded? Or wait, I think the trade deadline was it's just passed. out. No. Yes, the trade deadline just passed. Sucks. Yeah, Fitz, I guess, is not getting – It's not going to be starting unless, God forbid, something happens Tua to gets, Tua. Tua sucks. <laughs> no, when Tua plays. No, that. but Tua, they're going to give Tua the time. Hey, you know what he does when he gets off the bench. Yeah. yeah. Did get a national championship coming off the bench. No, no. Oh, Fitz Magic <laughs> does. Magic. Yeah, that would be crazy if he took him to the playoffs and then they went to the Super Bowl. No, Tua, Tua came off the bench, though, in that national championship he game. did. I saw yeah. him. I was so impressed with him because he was a year older than me, and he like, yeah. performed like a stud. And I'm sitting here on my couch and feeling like they're winning the national championship. Wasn't he, like, freshman? Yeah, he was a freshman, and I was oh, my gosh. He's a true freshman. This guy is so young. Yeah, I guess – I don't know. What's the what, – how would what you like to conclude our discussion? So, overall, who do you think will win the Super Bowl this year and call it, call it and call the game, call the winner, and call the scores? Ooh. That's tough. Got the cricket sound effect in here. I'm going with. I'm calling it. I'm going with the. I'm going with the Ravens. Okay, we're gonna write this down so that way our page. Act. Ravens. Ravens. I'm feeling it might be Ravens v um Packers. Packers. Yep, they're gonna do it. Okay, and what's the score? And then Packers eke it out thirty. Four to thirty. Thirty-four to thirty no. Packers. Yeah. Okay. okay quite specific. Quite specific. Okay, your turn. Okay, for me, I don't. I don't. I don't have any score Aww. right now, Jack. But in my view, let's see. I think that the Steelers might win the Super Bowl, especially mm. with how they're playing now. They have been fantastic. But... Steelers versus Seahawks. Oh, a rematch. And I'm going to put the Steelers winning. No score for me yet because it's – I just don't know. What about Ben? What's your prediction? So, I'm going similar, but I'm going to go Chiefs-Seahawks. Chiefs. Okay. That would be and a great And then who game. wins? I mean, I, I got to go with the Chiefs again. I feel like I feel like the Chiefs might have to go back to back. Oh, that's what, in contrast to what you said. Kai, what about you? Um, I'll go uh, Chiefs over Saints. Chiefs for Saints. And, Saint, and Chiefs will win. 